Welcome everyone to Monday Motivations with that motivational guy, Tony Canavero. Hey, that's me. Every Monday I'm bringing you motivation, mindset, training, book reviews, powerful guests, and sometimes some randomness from my entirely too many hobbies. Uh, for show notes, head on over to thatmotivationalguy.com slash podcast. There might even be some free gifts around there if you look around. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and make sure you get your regular Monday dose of motivation. Now, let's do this. Hey, everybody. Welcome to... I'm not sure if this is going to be a Souk Window Guy podcast or a Monday morning motivation um that motivational guy podcast or both or none. I don't know. It's just something that's on my mind. And I think um, recent current events are really bringing it to the forefront. I felt compelled to share this information uh, with anyone who has the interest to listen, which I don't know if it's you or not, but thanks for being here with me. I appreciate it. Um, so as of this recording, which is on March 16th of 2020, we're right in the middle of the uh, COVID-19 pandemic. Um, and it's a thing. It's definitely a real thing. People have died. So, and it's causing significant financial duress and upset and an upheaval and all sorts of interesting things um, for sure. And I want to put a caveat at the very beginning. Please do not misunderstand what is to follow as being dismissive of the problem or uh, being a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, a conspiracy theory uh, about what's going on or any of that. This is just an opportunity for me to share something that I believe very strongly in. And I think if more people would understand some of what I'm about to just touch on and then explore these resources for themselves more fully, there'd be less panic. There'd be less stress. There would be less worry. There'd be less heartache at the end of the day. And if any, if I can do one thing with this, if, if, if uh, one person, two people, three people take some of what I'm going to teach here and share here and go dig into it more deeply for themselves, if one or two people uh, that listen to this create a situation where they are more resilient uh, in the face of challenges and are able to weather upcoming storms more readily, I'm going to call that a success. So COVID-19, uh, we have people um, going and putting a big run on supplies and basic staples um, at you know grocery stores. We have the infamous toilet paper shortages. People are buying up all the dairy, all the meats, you know, all this kind of crazy stuff. Um, People are hoarding uh, sanitizing products and so on and so forth. Um, and there's a few topics I want to touch on about this. Uh, a lot of this is going to be nuts and bolts stuff. Uh, and some of it is going to be mindset stuff. Because honestly, you cannot separate the two things. Mindset comes first in everything. And then execution 
happens after mindset occurs. So uh, what I'm going to share with you guys, and somebody just buzzed my phone, and I apologize for being a terrible um, recording guy. I forgot to shut that bad boy off, but I was really passionate about getting this information out. So here we go. There's a, a fantastic interview that I heard um, in a Success Magazine CD years ago. It was Darren Hardy interviewing a gentleman by the name of Louis Zamperini. And that name might actually ring a bell to some of you. Um, Louis Zamperini was actually an Olympic athlete. Uh, he was a runner in the 30s, I believe. But where most people are going to know about him from is from Laura Hildebrandt's book, Unbroken, and the movie of the same name. Um, when I heard the interview that Darren did with Louis, he was, oh, I think he was almost 100 years old. He was in his late 90s. Now, I, these details I, I'm fuzzy on, and uh, forgive me if I get them wrong. If you can find that interview, if I can find it, I'll post it in the link. Uh, it's phenomenal absolutely amazing and it will really illustrate um as challenging as these days are how relatively easy they are in comparison to past events that were weathered by humans just like us okay that's part of part of my message today is is we are tougher than we think we are we have to allow ourselves to be. And one of um, Louis Zamperini's most powerful quotes from this interview has stuck with me for all these years. There's a ton of great stories in here about him wrestling a shark uh, in literally in their uh, life raft, him and two other um, people that were stranded in a, uh, you got to read the book, watch the movie, wrestling a shark and actually cutting it open and, and, uh, eating his liver. There's a fantastic story about um, they managed to catch a seagull when they were, oh, actually, let me back up. This is really good stuff. Hold on. Let me back up. So due to a series of unfortunate events, they were stranded in a lifeboat in the Pacific Ocean in World War II. Louis Zamperini and two or three other soldiers, again, I apologize if I get the details, Wrong. And they had with them um, emergency rations that were supplied by the military. And they were in the form of energy bars, chocolate bars, those kinds of things. And one chocolate bar would feed you for quite an extended period of time. And they had enough with them to last a couple weeks, according to the instructions on the, um, on the packaging. This goes to mindset, and this speaks to exactly what's been happening in our community grocery stores right now. They, they go to sleep the first night on the ocean in the life raft, and they wake up in the morning, and one of the members of their group had panicked and eaten the entire supply of emergency rations. In one night, they're supposed to last three or four men um, it was like three or four weeks. Like it, it was a long time. Life and death kind of thing, right? And the first night, one guy panicked and was worried about losing out and wouldn't share it with the rest of his 
um, soldiers and he ate all the supplies one night. Great illustration of what's happening today. People panic because their minds, they're not confident in their ability to withstand the challenges that are in front of them. This is what's going on, right? And, and Louis Zamperini talked about how he had the benefit of taking extended survival training in Hawaii through the Navy and how it had prepared his mindset to be able to get through these difficult times. Um, and one of the first things he talked about after this, you know, now they're hungry and thirsty. They don't have anything to eat, nothing left in the boat. The guy ate it all first night. I don't remember how long this was. They managed to kept catch a seagull. And so they caught the seagull. They're on a life raft. There's no fire. Nobody cook anything. Caught a seagull, tore it open. They're hungry. And the smell turned their stomachs. They couldn't, they, they just couldn't bring themselves to eat it. Threw it overboard. A little bit more time went by. Caught another seagull. Same thing happened. Third time they caught a seagull. I think it was over a week at that point in time, like 10 or 15 days. They hadn't eaten anything. It was some, it was a very long period of time. Third time they caught a seagull. They tore that sucker open and he says it was like candy on 4th of July. Ate it raw. That might be a little bit of a harsh graphic story but illustrates the differences between need and want. They didn't want to eat that seagull the first time. They needed to eat that seagull the second, the last time, right? So all of a sudden you're able to stomach different things. Anyway, I thought it was a great story. You might think I'm crazy. That's cool. The other thing, the quote that he really wanted to have the generation of today um, remember from his story in his book was to be hardy. That we are, as humans, as a species, we are tough. We have the ability to weather challenging situations, life and limb, famine, um, financial crises emotional crises, pandemic situations. We have the ability to weather those situations if we are willing to be hardy. And I think that's really an important uh, quote. I'll never forget the sound of this old man on this recording saying, be hardy, my friends. It has stayed with me for years. It gives me chills today. So I encourage you, watch the movie. It's a true story. Read the book, and if you can find that, I'll try to post it. If you can find that interview, it's phenomenal. What I think it really boils down to is um, for, there was an entire generation many years ago, not many years ago. If we go back to, um, you know, 50 years ago, if we go back 60 years ago, that's not long when you think about it in the course of human history. People were much more self-reliant. People relied on their own ability to provide for themselves. And I don't mean just being able to make money and going to the store and buying what they need. That was obviously important. 
they also had the ability to do for themselves. The ability to grow, preserve, cook, take care of their own food, create their own foods. And now what I'm going to talk about today besides mindset is I'm going to talk about actual needs. As, as coarse and crude as this might come across, you don't actually need toilet paper. There are large segments of the world's population that culturally do not use toilet paper. Okay? They get along just fine. Just fine. Do we want toilet paper? Yes. Would we prefer to use it? Yes. I understand you don't need it. Okay? So just mindset. Thinking clearly in challenging situations, okay? So this idea of being uh, responsible to, to a greater degree, I guess is where I'm going with this. Being responsible for more of your own basic needs. Our current uh, Western, North American, European, a lot of our European culture, and, and not, of course, this doesn't apply to everyone, so it's not a really a blanket statement but it kind of is, but it's not. Um, we're very accustomed to being able to dial up on our smartphone, Amazon, or some other service and have something delivered to us three days from now. We're very accustomed to stopping into the grocery store every day if we need to. Every morning going to get a coffee or a breakfast sandwich or having lunch. Um, we're, we're very uh, accustomed to uh, having services and infrastructure at our disposal whenever we want it. And my encouragement to you, if you learn something from this situation, is to become more self-reliant and resilient to be able to provide for your and your immediate family's basic needs for a short period of time. This is not about survivalist, uh, caveman, doomsday prepping, uh, walking dead kind of conversation. This is, hey, we have an extended power outage. We live on Vancouver Island. We know there's going to be a large earthquake at some point in time. Could be tomorrow. Could be 100 years from now. Don't know. We're likely, when that happens, going to experience some significant power outages. Could be extended periods, like extended periods of time. We are currently in the throes of a pandemic situation where we could end up being um, uh, homebound for uh, two weeks, a month, to make sure that we isolate this virus and and level out the curve so that our healthcare system, which is world-class, world-class healthcare system. Thank you so much to my friends um, that are frontline healthcare, um, uh, emergency services, EMT, law enforcement. Thank you very much for what you do. I really can't say enough about how lucky we are to be where we are in the world. But there's a certain calm that comes with knowing if I don't have to leave the house for a month, if I'm not allowed to leave the house for a month, 
I have the basic needs here. And that's something that we started a long time ago. This is, this is not saying what I do is right. I do a lot of stuff in this area wrong, but I do it right enough. We started having food on hand, basic dry goods and ready to eat foods um, that would probably last us pretty close to a month. Um, we grow a lot of our own stuff. We have now not everyone is going to be able to do this, but we can. We grow a lot of our own stuff. We have chickens and ducks that have eggs, so we have a constant source of uh, protein there. Um, but we always have a significant amount, and this isn't a garage full. This is a pantry. That's all it is: a pantry and a freezer, um, cup pantries and a freezer full of dry goods, uh, frozen goods that we can cook, eat, and prepare and we'll be able to tide us over for a month. We always keep fresh water on hand. I have a bug out bag or two that have certain things like I always have bleach and iodine in them to be able to allow us to purify water if we need to. These are inexpensive little things that I bought them once, I put them away, they're there. They're peace of mind, right? Things like um, anti-inflammatories as far as headache medicines and, and cold and flu things, having some of those on hand so that, and not a lot, you, you gotta, I'm going to recommend a book for you about this. I'm going to get into some mindset stuff in a minute, guys. I'm all over the map here because I'm a little bit tired, but I think this is really important. This basic needs thing. I'm going to recommend a book for you and it's going to sound a little bit out there. It's really not, but it's called um, When All Hell Breaks Loose by Cody Lundin. Some of you will remember Cody uh, from um, Dual Survival, um, a show that I thought did a terrible job of showcasing what Cody is really good at. I've, I've studied him quite a bit. Really good teacher, fantastic guy. And this is not about um, apocalypse type self-reliance situations. This is about, um, we have a power outage for two weeks, right? We, if you live in other parts of the world, tsunami happens, some event occurs that interrupts our normal usage of infrastructure. Now, barring some cataclysmic apocalyptic event, reality is our global infrastructure is so good today that if you can manage to take care of yourself, for three weeks to a month-ish in that vicinity, in almost all cases, the global infrastructure is going to kick in, repair itself, and things are going to start to right themselves. Things are going to be okay, all right? And that's what this book does a really good job of doing, is what do you need to do in an urban environment to be able to take care of yourself in the case of these time-bounded, short-term challenges? Fantastic book. And there's a, I just want to read you a, the, just to give you an idea of what it's about uh, and the philosophy behind it. I had this already going. I closed it. This book is to, is written to remind people of their right to self-reliance within a world community. And I, this is that, that, that line really resonated with me because I, I really think that if this recent, um, 
and not last. This will not be the last situation like this. It is not the latest situation. I mean, there's been a challenge like this that has happened in one way, shape, or another um, regularly over the years. Whether it was the uh, housing crisis in 2006 to 2008, depending on what country you're in, whether it was H1N1, SARS, whether it was um, the Spanish flu pandemic in the early uh, 1920s, whether it was the Great Depression, whether it was World Wars. I mean, there has been some event that has consistently happened in the last 200 years that have caused interruptions and challenges to our normal world existence. That's not going to change. I'm going to touch on that some more in a minute. But this book does a really good job of going through how to basically be allow, your, allow yourself to prepare to take care of your and your family's basic needs, needs, um, so that you will not need to go run to the grocery store and try to strip all the shelves bare of all the perishable goods. I have news for all of you folks that are um, hoarding toilet paper and bought up all the yogurt and cheese and dairy products. Uh, the dairy products are going to go bad, and when you run out of food, you can't eat the toilet paper. Not a great combination of things. Anyway, good book. And I highly recommend you get something like this so that you can learn to become more reliant upon yourself because we've, I believe we've given away too much of our own personal responsibility to take care of our basic needs as individuals. And we rely on the infrastructure to take care of our every whim. And it does a good job of doing that but we would do better if we were to take more control of that situation back, my opinion. Now, so that's kind of a little bit about the, the, the uh, take care of yourself, resiliency, self-reliant kind of thing. Where's the mind? How does that tie into mindset? Because mindset is, is a big deal for me. That's what my whole focus is in a lot of our businesses is mindset motivation, training, teaching, coaching, and mindset. Um, here's the benefit of knowing if we get, because where we live, we get snowed in for three or four days sometimes, or we get, have power outages for a couple of days, three days, four days. We're good. We're okay. We have enough stuff on hand to take care of things. And I have enough skills that I've developed to be able to flesh out those days if I need to. Okay. That creates a certain level of calm. When the power goes out, when the snow, when I can't get down the road, when we can't get out here, when there's a big run on supplies at the stores, we don't have to participate in that mass mentality. Be careful following the masses because the M is often silent, right? So it, that's part of the mindset. When you have the confidence that you can take care of yourself and your immediate family for a reasonable amount of time to allow the world to get itself back together if need be, you can take a deep breath and relax. 
And that really frees up your mind during these challenging situations to understand that there's a lesson in every one of these kinds of uh, world situations. Uh, one of my favorite teachers, Jim Rohn, talks about it like this. He talks about uh, mindset and he talks about it financially primarily, but this applies to everything that human history has really been a cycle of um, opportunity mixed with difficulty, followed by opportunity, followed by difficulty, followed by opportunity, followed by difficulty. Speaking financially, it's pretty much been expansion, recession, expansion, recession, expansion, recession. That cycle is not going to change. Probably ever. So as challenging as times are, and they're going to get challenging, no doubt about it, understand that this too shall pass. Winter always comes. Spring always follows winter. Always. It's not, you don't get to mix those up. Right now, we are approaching winter. This is going to be a challenging time. Winter is when you get ready to plant seeds. If you're too focused on trying to take everybody else's seeds, you won't plant any of your own. Because if you don't, if you're not ready to plant seeds in the wintertime and spring, as soon as spring starts, you will not have a bountiful harvest in the fall. And if you don't have a bountiful harvest in the fall, you won't have the goods and resources to get through the winter. And that metaphor translates to our personal food stocks. It translates to our finances. I saw there's a lot of posts right now I'm seeing on social media about how there's a small amount of the population hoarding the wealth and it's the rich that are going to get richer in this time. And there's a certain sense that that's not fair. I understand where that comes from right now, but you have to, part of the reason why folks have resources you can call them rich, whatever you want, is because they made sure that when it was wintertime, they had resources so that they could purchase more resources in the wintertime when people needed to sell them. And that gave them an advantage coming into the spring to be able to build more resources. Okay? And it, it can be done by anyone at certain scale. Uh, quit thinking about, you know, the, the giants of the world right now. If you're not there, think about how do I uh, put my family and myself in a better situation for next winter? There will be another winter after COVID-19 is over with and we're through it and we will get through it, everyone. We will get through it. We get through all of these situations. We're going to get through this too. Promise. When we get through it, at some point in time, there's going to be another winter. 
right? This could put us into a global recession. It'll happen or it won't. If it does happen, we'll get through it. And that'll be the spring. And if you don't plant in the spring because you're so focused on the winter time, you're not going to have a harvest in the fall, so you're not ready for the next winter. Also, mindset is really, really important. And what I'd like to finish with in this rambling session is it is so easy in today's day and age of social media and constant media availability to allow yourself to become overwhelmed with the amount of negative, bad, doom and gloom that's happening and being talked about. I just want to caution you that whatever you focus on expands for you. That in these situations, there are opportunities that abound not just financial opportunities. There are financial opportunities. Every recession, people excel and succeed. Other people fail. It happens. It's part of it. But in every uh, financial downturn, there are always seeds to new growth if you're willing to look for them. But beyond that, there are opportunities for us to re-examine the way we interact with the world, with our neighbors, with our friends, how we treat ourselves, there are opportunities for introspection and thinking and spending time with our children and our family and our loved ones, building bonds that will last forever. I'm reminded of a saying because people talk about worrying a lot right now. I'm worried about the global economy. I'm worried about having about getting sick. I'm worried about who's going to take care of my kids when they can't when they can't go to school. I'm worried about am I going to be able to get enough unemployment insurance? I'm worried about. I'm worried about. I'm worried about. I don't remember where I heard this from, but somebody will correct me. Remember that a worry is a prayer for something you do not want to have. So all of that energy that you would put into worrying about something that you don't want to have happen, instead, when you catch yourself thinking and worrying about something, I'm worried about this. Ask yourself, what do I want instead? And then think about and ask yourself, how can I move closer to that? Right? If it's, I don't have enough savings to get through this time. I'm worried I'm going to go bankrupt. Okay. That means you're wanting more financial resources. How can I get more savings? How can I increase my income? How can I diversify my income so I don't have all of my income coming from one source? So that if one source dries up, I'm really in trouble. How do I get more than one source? If your worry is people are going to be sick, how do you take care of yourself? How do you isolate yourself? Right? Very different very different perspective and saying, I'm worried I'm going to get sick to how can I be healthier? When you ask yourself, how can I, you engage your subconscious mind into finding the solution to the thing you asked it about. When you declare your worry about something, you're telling your subconscious mind to look out for more danger. And so you will then find more 
danger. So um, ex be careful what you focus on. What you focus on expands. So change your focus from what you don't want and shift that focus into what you want more of in your life and focus on that. And if you'll do that, my friends, you will teach yourself how to be hardy. Have a fantastic day. We're all in this together. We're all one global community. I don't believe in countries per se. We're all humans on this rock flying through space. And as one human to another, you've got this. You can do it. Make sure you put some things in place to help take care of yourself. And we'll get through it together. Thanks, everybody watching. We'll talk to you soon. Bye now. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to That Motivational Guy podcast. I hope you got some value from this. Uh, as my thanks to you, please accept a free gift from us. Go to thatmotivationalguy.com slash change and download a free webinar course that my wife Vanessa and I did on how to change anything in your life. Anything. No strings attached. Don't even have to enter an email address to get the course. It's just our gift and our thanks from us to you. If after going through the course, you do get something from it, you'll have a chance to subscribe to more good stuff at that point in time, but only after we've proven that there's some value for it. Again, thanks so much for listening. Please subscribe, rate, and review pretty please, and then go out and make it a fantastic day.